Hello and welcome along to episode 130 of Tommy G Talks. Today is a very special episode because today marks the first birthday of Tide 55, the digital marketing agency that I established, I set up, I, I launched in the middle of the first lockdown back in 2020. So here we are a year on and I'm here in the Tide 55 office with Kendall and Charlie, which is amazing because we get to be here today to record this podcast, to reflect a little bit on the past, present and future and what it means to be running a business that's just turned one year old uh, in this day and age with everything that's going on in the world. So we're going to reflect a little bit on the journey. If you are here as a business owner today, then you're going to really relate to this, especially if you've been um, in business for over a year, because you'll know some of the things that I've mentioned, that I talk about, you'll be able to relate to and connect with. And also, if you were here as a listener and you've been a listener for a while now, I'm going to share some stuff in this episode that I haven't really spoken about um, at all. You know, what happened you know, what, why did we close down one of the units? You know, how did that all feel? So I'm going to share a little bit of that. So Kendall's going to help me out by asking some questions. And I'd love to know where you're at, what you think about the things that we talk about. So if something happens today, you hear something in this episode that connects with you, that makes you want to join the conversation, please do so on Instagram at Tommy Gentleman, all one word, and I'll look forward to seeing your comments. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode, episode 130, celebrating a year in business as Tide 55. Okay, well, before the first one, I think it'd be good to do the why Tide 55, because I think that's a great story, and I think it'd be good to share that. As in? Tide, like the name. Okay. The quick version. The quick version, yeah. I wanted something with a number in it. Um, I was inspired by the Last Dance documentary and Michael Jordan being so iconically associated with the number 23 and I thought I'd like to have a number associated to this company. If I'm going to start a new company, I get to look at everything all over again, including the name and what could be possible in terms of branding and the scope of uh, what's possible. So I chose a number. It had to be under 60 because then people would see it every day on a digital clock. Uh, 55 is under 60, so I thought that's cool. Um, 55 also had a nice ring to it. When you say it, you know, 55, it, it has a nice, it bounces off the tongue, I think, which is quite nice. And the number came first. So the first thing was, was 55. 55 is also quite an interesting number because it's part of the uh, Fibonacci sequence, which if you're not sure what that is, uh, look it up, sometimes referred to as the golden rule. And the golden rule was associated to natural beauty, exponential growth. And I thought that's quite a good thing to have associated with a number that we're using for a company. Also 55 in spiritual um, numerology, numerology, (laughs) numerology. Um, And there may be people listening that know more about this than I do, is again, another uh, example. I think it's... um, a big shout out to my friend Kyle Gray, who wrote uh, has written many books on things like angel numbers and things like that. And in his book, 55, I'm pretty sure, is a, um, a turn of fortune, which can be taken in many ways, financially, energetically, spiritually. And I kind of thought at that time I needed a little bit of a turn of fortune. Um, so I thought, yeah, that's cool. And then 55 as well, you can build a square-based pyramid out of 55 objects. Obviously, they need to be able to stack up. Um, so I thought that's quite interesting as well. So 55 had a lot of magnetism towards it as a number. 
and a lot of reason to choose it. And once I chose that, I then needed a word to support that. Now, this is an interesting piece for people who are into branding, branding exercise. All names are made up. All names are made up. Like, I'm looking at the, the camera here, which has uh, got Canon on it. It's got nothing to do with a Canon, has it? But it's called... It's not actually spelled like Canon, as in, like, a Canon. But it's called that, um, you know, uh, anything. Apple. It's a freaking Apple. But it's Apple, you know? All names are made up. Uh, so it doesn't really matter what you call something. It's how you dance with it afterwards that's important and how you can bring association to it. However, I wanted something that would rhyme nicely with... 55, and I came up with a few other um, words, but the domains were all taken, uh, because that's another thing to bear in mind when you're branding some things, the domains um, need to be available. Commonly.com.co.uk would be most important for us. So I then toyed around with Tide, and I was so happy to see that the domains weren't uh, taken you know, like when, I, when I did the search, and I thought, that's the one. And I quickly bought the domains. Also, you know, the great association imagery that you can use with Tide is, oh, you've got the beach, you've got animals that are in, in around the ocean, you've got the ocean itself, you've got the moon, you've got the metaphoric analogies of change and coming and going and transition. Ah, oh, it was just perfect. And also being one syllable, it made the 55 run nicely. Um, as well so I did say it was a short answer <laughs> I don't think I've kind of shared that yeah. side of it though so I'm happy to, to do that today and hopefully um, that helps people understand because we do get that quite a lot you know why tied why tied 55 yeah that's a good story yeah it? so did the, the wave when did that come in well again 55 was the first thing yeah. and then the Fibonacci sequence was quite important the nat Fibonacci curve is like a swirl, a spiral. And again, look it up if you're not sure what that is, what I'm talking about. In our logo, the swirl is the same um, geometry as the Fibonacci curve. So no one's ever kind of gone, oh, that's the, that curve must be pretty close to the Fibonacci curve. But it is exactly. And the way that it rolls off the E and crosses and, and hits the, the top of the T is by design and it's on purpose. So our good friend Andy Evans helped us to design that logo and I've gone to him for many things in the past design-wise and he captured it perfectly with, the, uh, with, the, with our logo. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how that came, came about. Also wanted the colours from the 96 All-Star game where Michael Jordan made his comeback, was straight into the All-Star team, got MVP. I also really think that kit, you know, that, that jersey is really funky. It's very summer, very retro. You know, and we use it, but we also use our kind of teal and bluey colours as well every now and again, which is nice. Yeah, mix it up. Yeah. Nice. Okay, fine. So, so it's the first birthday, but this time last year you already had our first client. Yeah. So, tell us how, remember the, the guy that sent some messages asked, how did you get your first client? Yeah. I think, do you know what, I, I remember it was, um, I had, um, I can't remember what came first, but we had Floor 24 as a client, and that was because I was doing some consulting before I decided to start the agency, and 
Louise from Floor 24 uh, reached out and said, well, we're very interested. We've got some goals. We'd like to work, work with somebody to help us to understand how we can increase our revenue. And so I had them as a client, as a consulting client. We're getting some great results. And then when I said to them, hey, we can implement some of this for you with the social media and with the website, um, they became a Tide 55 client, you know. So as well as that, though, the first Tide 55 client I posted on Instagram stories that I'd set up a new business. I posted the certificate. Now, it's cheating a little bit because it was the consulting business, which I then changed the name to Tide 55. But I remember getting a message reply pretty quickly after posting that story from Carl Severite from Saxon Safety. And he was like, what's this? Tell me more about it. And so we had a call. Uh, he then started working with me, consulting again and then became a Thai 55 client. So those two kind of started it off. We then had um, MHR Fitness and Ryan Hartley, again in my sort of circles, came forward and started working with us. And at that point, that's when I think you were there. I think we were like, right, we need to be able to tackle a little bit more here. So we're gonna have to figure out what our processes are. And when I think back to our processes um, back then, compared to what they are now, I mean, we're just so much better we're head and shoulders above where we were, and I'd expect that, obviously, after a year. But processes are an important part of the process, making sure that you revisit those. And I think if you're a company that grows quickly, you have to do that more often. I remember the first three or, <laughs> three or four months, we were like, right, we're going to change the process again uh, because things had moved so quickly and, and we needed to. Um, yeah, so we, we kind of have to navigate the landscape, and so that's important. But, yeah, those were the first, uh, first few through the door, yeah. And they're still with us yeah, now. Cool. They're still with us now. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we used to change it on the wall. Yeah. It felt like weekly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good yeah. Good yeah. Okay, so now for anyone that doesn't know, you were in your garage doing this this time last year. Yeah. So if you could go back to Tommy sitting in his garage and you've got 10 seconds, what do you say to him? I would say, get a, get a desk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say get a desk because I spent the whole um, spring like this, uh, twist, <laughs> twisted, you know, working side on because I didn't have a desk in front of me and I was sat on like an old sort of um, sofa with my computer, desktop computer up on the side to my right, 90 degrees to my right. So it was either work twisted or stand up um, with the monitor very low. So I'd just tell him to get a desk for his own author, author um orthopedic measures um, but in all seriousness I don't think I'd say anything I'd just be like, be like come on you got this it's going to be good because when I think back like, it's easy to get caught up in the daily mm. stuff now like today's problems and challenges are nothing compared to those days problems and challenges because I didn't have anything really. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't have, uh, had a lot of problems with their work and their jobs and their careers. But I think it would be easy to sort of listen to this and just assume like, oh, this entrepreneur guy just decided to start a new business. I didn't really have anything. I had to do it because I had bills to pay. And I thought, well, how can I apply myself in an area that I'm confident and competent? I'd done the fitness thing already. I didn't want to go into that uh, industry again. Um, I wanted to leave that industry actually. And, gratefully I pretty much have now 
And I didn't also, I also didn't want to carry on the coaching and events because I just didn't feel connected to it anymore. And I felt like there was a sort of a weirdness to it and I needed to move away from that energy. So I set up this company and it had to work because I think actually uh, just before our first birthday, so maybe sort of April time, when the lockdown first happened, I had I was on the phone to my representative at the job centre signing up for universal credits. That doesn't sound very entrepreneurial to me, but I had to do it because I didn't have anything. I didn't have any income, you know? And it's easy to think, oh, it's the pandemic, when the pandemic didn't help, but it was sort of dissolving anyway. It was all meant to be. It was all part of destiny's journey for me. Um, but of course, I had this conversation with a young, young athlete yesterday. The key to achieving your potential in anything is to listen. Because when opportunity knocks, that's a choice to take it or not. If you take it, things might change. Good things might happen. Again, it's not guaranteed. But I'll tell you one thing that is guaranteed if you ignore it or you don't open the door, nothing will happen. So the lockdown provided an opportunity to just leave everything else, a holiday, a break, forget that. Get in and figure out how to start this company for three or four months because if it works, you won't have to go back to the rest. You can leave it all. If it doesn't work, then you just come out of lockdown and you'll have to pick up from where you left off in January being miserable, you know, teaching spinning classes and sitting on the gym desk, the same shit that I was doing 12 years before that. I had to break out of that. So I did, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Because it's easy to forget that. Yeah. Nice to look back on it then. Yeah, and one of the biggest challenges that we've had along the way is me sort of changing my mindset from surviving, like survival mode, into what we would maybe call um, more of a, what's the word I'm looking for, more of a, more of a mindset that was tuned into opportunities that aren't going to save the day but just going to add to the joy of it all you know yeah, yeah. like the nourishment of the situation rather than the the rescue of the situation abundance mindset and that has been challenging because like anyone if you've been up against it you condition yourself to to get out of problems but you don't need problems you shouldn't need them to get out of them that's a very interesting conversation I would love to to know if anyone's had an experience of that or any knowledge of that read anything about it because I'd love to talk to other people about that as well maybe have somebody on who's um, uh, more knowledgeable than I am in that sort of area and we could talk about that a little bit but that's definitely been part of the challenge so what would you say has been the biggest challenge I think the challenge of running a new business is in flux. It changes and moves, and it's like trying to catch a slippery eel. It's hard to do. I don't think I know what that is yet. I think I'm still in it. It's too early to say. However, I can tell you about the hardest chapter of it all. The hardest chapter of it all was January to March this year, when what was going on was we were closing down an entire industrial unit at the time, I had two industrial units 
back to back, you know, side by side with a, a doorway knocked in between. That was the gym. And we needed to condense down into one and somehow find a way to get out of the other unit minimal damage. Minimal damage. Because we were signed in. You know, we, our break clause didn't um, kick in for, for a few months. We, we needed to, an early exit because it was costing a lot of money. And the way it transpired is a company called Anton Soares declared that they were interested through the agent and then they came in, they pretty much wanted it straight away. And they're, of course, they're a client of ours now, which is quite a beautiful thing. And I consider the owner to be a friend of mine. So that process of taking everything out, stripping everything down, leaving all the ghosts and the memories and everything in that unit... And although I didn't feel emotional, it was definitely pulling on me, as well as trying to build this business at the same time, which at the point of time, we'd just taken on a couple of new staff. It was like, we have to do this now. It's go. It's now or never. And we've got to ramp it up. So that's really quite a peculiar energy to live in, because one minute you're on sort of taking something apart, and then the next minute you're putting something together with completely different pieces. And that was quite hard. It took a lot out of me. When I look back at some of the videos back then, I just look so tired and weathered. I look about five years older than I, than I am. And it was heavy. I'm not gonna pretend it wasn't because it was really heavy. And I guess the other thing to bear in mind was I was looking for a way of trying to figure out how to get out of that for a year or so because I wanted it to go that way anyway I was looking to change my life up and it was a big responsibility having the two units it was a big financial commitment every single month I didn't want that anymore because I didn't want the alternative rewards enough to put up with the risk I didn't want to run a business that was a fitness company I feel like I'd done that for over 10 years I loved it but I wasn't in love with it anymore and so I needed to change that so, um, again, we're only sitting here a few months after that whole rigmarole, but yet we're here and we're breathing and we're enjoying ourselves, so it's important to remember those days. Yeah, definitely. So how do you feel now being on the other side of that part? Oh, it's a big relief. But tend not to bask in that for too long. And I like to think to myself, well, it's what you wanted, so what did you expect? It's what you wanted, it happened, great, let's go, what's next, you know? Feel the relief and then move on to the next thing because I shouldn't be surprised. I wanted that to happen. Um, so I don't, really, I don't really think about it. In fact, I sometimes look at that unit and it feels like a stranger to me. Mm. I don't feel like, oh. I even went in there for a meeting the other day in my old office and was like looking at the wall, it said I'd like, a, like coffee splash that was mine, you know, <laughs> where I'd thrown a cup into the bin, you know, they just obviously haven't got round to decorating yet. And I didn't think, oh my God, that's my coffee splash. Oh no, this is so weird. I'm in my office that I used to be in for like 10 years. I was just like, all right, cool. I guess the pain of having that office was worse than the pleasure of having that office at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to, so no association the only things that have happened two things was I'm pretty sure 
when I went up the stairs to go to that meeting that my subconscious mind was like recognition mode. It recognized the steps, the pattern of steps and strides. You know, I'd done that millions of times. Boom, 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 into the office. Like it knew that movement and pattern and that cadence. And it sort of woke up and was like, whoa, I know where we are, you know. And the other thing that's happened is I've come out of the toilet here in Unit 2 a couple of times and gone to go up the stairs <laughs> because, of course, that's where the office used to be and um, gone, oh, hang on, <laughs> nope, <laughs> wrong unit. But other than that, I've not felt any, I've not felt any sort of feelings of what if or anything like that. I feel like there's too much going on to get caught up in anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and I genuinely don't feel it lingering either. Because I know what that feels like to be putting something, push it down, don't deal with it, and feel it it's lingering around, but it's just not. I think I'd already done that. Mm. I'd, I'd already said goodbye yeah. to that unit before we got out. But the way that happened was pretty cool. I mean, it was Thursday before the four-day bank holiday weekend. And bear in mind, the owner of... Anton Soares had come over from Italy to um, get the deal done. He'd been waiting a long time. I'd been waiting a long time. Nobody knew what was going on. It was a Friday before the long weekend. We wanted to get it, sorry, Thursday before the long weekend. We wanted to get it sorted. We ended up going down in his car together. We only knew each other like a little bit. Drove to the office. And the plan was that if I dropped this, the, the landlord didn't know, the estate agent didn't know that we were sort of getting close and talking about you know what we're doing. The plan was for me to drop the key in and him to pick it up. And that was it. Deal done. But there was no one there at the office. They'd already clocked off for the long weekend. So we were like, we need this done now because it's going to go into a new month. That's going to mean an extra month bill for me. It's going to mean an extra wait for him. And we rang them and I was like, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's actually here now. Oh, is he? That's a coincidence. I was like, yeah, it is, isn't it? And they just went, just give him the key. Oh, are you sure that's okay? He said, yeah, just give him the key. So literally I gave him the key and then we both got in the car, his car, got some beers from one of the, because there was no pubs open at this time, got uh, uh, four cans of beers, came back to the unit, got, I think at the time Matt was here and my mum. He was like, get all your, get all your guys together. Um, you weren't, were you? Were you there? Yeah, I have pictures of it. You were there. <laughs> my mum was there. Oh, I was because I was thinking there's only four cans. I was like, did you? Someone didn't drink. My mum did. didn't. Of course she didn't. She's like, <laughs> she's lightweight. She's a nightmare. So yourself, Matt, me, my mum, who didn't have one of the drinks, which is why my brain was trying to figure it out. Um, and we just sort of savoured the moment a little bit and thought, yeah, like this is the turn of the chapter. It was a nice moment. Mm. And it was cool. I like to think of it as like, kingdoms um, business owners are like the kings and queens of their kingdom and I was very happy to sort of pass that part of my kingdom over if that makes sense to such a, a, a sort of noble knight on the other side you know he's a good guy and I actually watched the um, Euro final at his house basically got a bromance now <laughs> but it's nice how these things work out you know it could have worked out so many ways and you know? some people had it had it in their in their sights to sort of take that from me a little bit and you know so I'm, I'm grateful that it's worked out in such a positive way for everybody 
So then what would you say is the biggest highlight? Stand-up moment or time, whatever? Um, two come to mind. One, when we first got into this office, the first day, having our own space to actually work from and desks and we were working on laps and just chairs in random parts of the building before that, all over the place, cold, uncomfortable. So having our, our first day in this new office was quite a big deal. And then the other one is like this love chase that we've had with Snacksters with one of the clients that we work with, which I wanted so bad when we first sort of started out and we didn't get the job and I'm glad because we weren't ready. But I, you know, I kept, I said to the guy, I was like, look, I'm going to keep an eye on this and if I think I can do better, I am going to tell you. And he was like, all right, fair play. So six months later, I dropped him a line and said, look, it's pretty bad what's going on here. And I don't like to sort of poo-poo anyone else's work and stuff, but it was, I think, you know, wasn't good um they were trying but it wasn't their area of expertise which is fair play you know is what it is dropped him a message so i knew it was a six-month agreement that he'd had he said yeah we're coming to the end of it now let's have a chat and then still that went on for a while and i kept on at him and followed him up and kept on messaging him and ignored me and didn't get back to me and he's too busy and, da, da, da. and then eventually got through and he was like all right let's do this and so having that Twitter account for the first day that was massive and on the same day like Audi were tweeting it about about Snacksters and we were talking to people about it we got followed by two or three supermarkets still not Audi um, but it was just such a buzz to be doing that but also for that client yeah you know yeah that was a good time yeah so that was a cool moment and I hope for more of those. I want us to be working with more brands. I mean, Snacksters are known across the country. They're in lots of different supermarkets. Lots of their products are in different supermarkets around the country. And our goal is to be able to have a couple more of those types of brands. Um, I would really love to work with brands that I enjoyed as a kid that maybe will make a bit of a comeback. Um, you know, the chocolate bars, the toys, the drinks, like the ones that were so popular yeah. back in the late 90s and then maybe just didn't, you know, catch on to the social media stuff yet. Um, all it takes is for someone to buy them out or for the owners to be like, you know, let's, let's get more with the times here and we're looking for an agency that can help relaunch a brand. Well, we've helped Snacksters go from pretty much zero, you know, standing start to having a, pretty decent established following online um, still early days but we've only been doing it a month and a half so I think you know that'd be really exciting to do that it would be the one that you'd want um, I haven't thought about it in enough detail but the one that keeps coming to mind and I, I, I don't even know what's going on with them is wagon wheels <laughs> I just think like something like that would be amazing and shout to Wagon Mills, by the way, I really don't know. I haven't checked. Like, shout to anyone that's doing anything with them and, you know, you've already got that, that space taken. Great. It was just an example that came to mind. But if anyone does know anybody inside Wagon Wheels HQ, <laughs> come on, give us a shout. We'll help you out. I'd like that. Oh, cool. So then before we go to the future, just 
stop in the right here, right now. How do you feel now with the year behind? I feel like I'm at square one. I, I do. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, yeah, it's been a year and there's you know great progress has been made and more of the same, please. When you go through chapters, it just so happens it's a coincidence that we're going through a transition around about the time of our first birthday. It's not always the case for companies, but we are certainly going through a transition and it feels like we've entered a new level. You know, like on Super Mario, you've gone down the pipe and come out and it's you're now on level seven. It's different. It's harder. It's faster. There's different things that you've got to navigate. Um, I feel like that's where we're at. So I want to really make sure that I and we understand that we are starting from a new square one, but it is very much square one in terms of what I know we can achieve and what our potential looks like. That's me included because I've never done this before. I'm doing this for the first time and we, we go for it. We're courageous. We, we move with conviction. We look at what works. We look at what doesn't work and we improve. And that's exactly where we're at today. We are still on track to be one of, if not the best agency in the country. But we are under no illusion of where we're at now, which is going into year two. We've still got a long career ahead of us. We have to respect the game. Can't sit here and expect to be the best after a year. Come on now, have some respect for the game. And I'm lucky and I'm grateful to have people in my corner who I can talk to, pick their brains over a coffee, who have done this before and can keep me grounded and focused. And I, I do talk to them. One guy I didn't talk to for a whole year on purpose because I wanted to show him that I was serious about it. And he was quite impressed and pleased with the commitment that I'd shown. And we had a great chat and I know that if I need any help, I can ask for help from him. Same with another lady that's done, done the same thing twice round. If you ever need any help, I know I can ask her. So respecting the game, we got work to do, but we're up for it and we're excited about it and we're not gonna stop. So I'm excited as to what that becomes. 2022. Let's have a look and see where we're at then. Because that will be the test. That will be the measure of it. Yeah. Two in 2022. Oof. All right, so to finish us, what is the one thing you want to take and use for the second year? Um, the one thing that I would like to take from the first year and apply in the second year is a very clear process behind the work that we do. Clear for me, clear for the team, clear for the client. Once that's in place, I believe in our ability enough that we can carry and produce results based around those processes, hence why it's important to revisit those processes regularly to make sure that there's nothing leaking to make sure that we're doing the best we can. This industry and this world is evolving so quickly that if you get comfortable, get fat and lazy, you'll lose. There are new apps emerging all of the time. There's new talent coming into the market all of the time. So you have to stay ahead of yourself. You have to be learning and implementing and growing all of the time. Never resting on your laurels, never taking anything for granted. And the process is what anchors all of that together 
because it gives everybody a blueprint as to what we need to work to. So I've learned that. Um, running a business with a team, you cannot rely on your individual, in the moment, talent um, and ability. Because the team are always either three steps to the left, three steps to the right, three steps forward, three steps behind. They're never in the same spot as you. How could they be? They're not you. Whereas in my previous businesses, if I wanted to change from left to right, or if I wanted to flip from blue to red, I could. And it wouldn't matter because fall in line, everybody else is what we're doing. Whereas with this, the responsibilities that we have and the work that we're doing, I'm not able to do that. I have to make sure that everybody moves together like pieces of string around our ankles. We cannot go further, you cannot go further away from each other or it will snap. So we have to move together, which is why the processes are essential, especially with me being quite fidgety sometimes and wanting to change things. No, the processes are the light that show us the way. And so that's why we're gonna be spending some time revisiting those, making them even better than they are now. It's exciting. Yes, it is. Wow, that's all I have. Well, I wanna say thank you to you personally, because you have been here for the longest amount of time and you've seen plenty of ups and downs and you've talked me down many times, um, so to speak. So I, you know, very appreciative of that. And on the record, everyone needs to know that. And I'm very grateful for the rest of the team, people that have been involved along the way over the first year um, that have done their part to become to help us become who we are. And whether it's given a day of their life or an hour of their life or a month or a quarter or whatever, I'm very appreciative of that. And I'm also excited about um, who else we're going to be working with in the future over the next 365 days. Let's see what happens. We just give it our best. That's all we can ever do. And it's the same for you as the listener. Just give it your best. That's all you can ever do. But if you don't answer, then how can you expect anything to ever change, to ever happen, to ever be of the level of success that you would like in life? Don't get me wrong. It takes courage to listen, open the door and walk through it. But let's not fall down at the first hurdle by just not opening the door at all. I hope that connects with you. I hope that makes you smile, makes you think a little bit about what's going on in your life right now. It's been lovely spending this time with you. It's episode 130, and it's a little bit of a behind the mind um, of uh, the owner of a business that's just turned one. So I do hope that you've appreciated it. I'd love to hear you know, what you think. And if you're a business owner, what, what was going on for you after your first year in business? Do let me know, at Tommy Gentleman on Instagram. And I'll look forward to chatting with you soon. We've got some fun episodes lined up, some more guests, uh, which is going to be really exciting. Uh, But until then, look after yourself. Keep giving it your best. And remember to answer the door.